Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Today is July 1st, 2020, and it's the feast day of St. Sierra. And uh, those who maybe not know him as quite as well, probably those who live in California do, because he is the patron saint of California, and he has a statue in, uh, I guess, Sacramento, capital of uh, California. Uh, he basically lived during the like seventeen from seventeen thirteen to seventeen eighty four, and he came from Spain to Mexico and from Mexico to uh, Southern California, now uh, the San Diego area, and uh, basically he was a missionary to the the local Indian uh, who lived in those areas. And he, I believe he opened this at nine missionaries uh, still there today. So he was in 1988 beatified, I believe by uh, St. John Paul II. And in 2015, uh, he was canonized uh, when the Pope was in Washington, D.C. in 2015. And uh, I was able to attend with our group from uh, the Archdiocese of Miami. We had a bus, you know, we overnight bus to uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, we did a lot of the great sights, of course. We got to hear the Pope speak. And uh, also, unfortunately, there wasn't enough room for us. As I say, that was enough room for us in the inn, no, but in the cathedral. So they only had the locals in the, the D.C. area, the parishes, attend the canonization mass. But... And we knew about this in advance, but it was still a great experience. Uh, on the bus, we had a, a very nice a retired uh, bishop from uh, Miami who uh, gave us a special mass uh, in the cathedral in D.C. They have uh, many little chapels, and we were in one of those chapels, not the same day, the, the following day, I believe. And he did a, a little mass for us there, and it was, that was very nice, a mass by a, a bishop. Uh, even retired bishop and the little chapel was a great experience and made a lot of friends there and it was very you know it was it was a good experience and uh, in that honor since it was uh, John uh, uh, Paul II uh, uh, beatified uh, Saint Sierra I'm going to be doing a little prayer for my prayer prayer book that um, uh, Saint John Paul II wrote and it's called Oh Mary Stay with us, your children, and at this time of need, uh, it's very important. Uh, with coronavirus and uh, with the strife that's going on, I mean, even today, it, it, it's funny, I mean, it's a minor incident, but it's kind of like shows, you know, how we're teaching our young people. I was at a stop sign, I believe I was going to be going to Costco, and uh, two young uh, Teenage boys, they were wearing black shirts. I think they were black live matter shirts. I wasn't even paying attention to them, to be honest with you. And I guess all they could see in me was an old white man. <laughs> so they had a cup of something, lemonade or something, I'm not sure what it was. And they tossed it to my uh, car. There wasn't much left, so. But I, you know, didn't pay attention. They crossed the street and I just pulled on. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the strife that's going to be going on. Uh, it's a big divide, and it's going to be even bigger if, uh, 
if uh, we have Biden as our president, because the left, I mean, they want to basically fund all the police departments, take away all their money. Um, I think that will bring a chaos and more crime. They want to abandon, of course, not only the that, the courts, so justice system, constitution, all out the window. <laughs> you know, the little phrase, you're innocent until proven guilty, is actually in the constitution. And nowadays, that's not even the same. Those police officers, you know, they should be rightly, uh, you know, trialed. Was it a trial? Trial? And uh, if they're convicted, they're convicted for a jury. But, you know, they're already convicted before the even uh, a trial has happened. So uh, it's a lot of things going on. And they're also convicting every police department now and probably every white male, especially old white males, <laughs> uh, we're all on the conviction trail. And it's going to continue on. I'm telling you, so keep that in mind. Um, also in the news, which I was kind of surprised, I didn't realize this, the Supreme Court uh, uh, did a couple, uh, one good, one bad, I guess we went one for one. <laughs> well, a few other ones, or maybe well, less than one for one, but the Supreme Court Justice Roberts, uh, what, about a few days ago, a week ago, um, the one abortion law that came out of uh, Louisiana. Now, what surprised me, that was actually co-sponsored, it was sponsored by a Democrat, black Democrat, and I didn't realize in Louisiana, uh, they're both pro-life. And I just have like one question, and of course that doesn't get around to the, the, the national Democrat society. I mean, that's like a big secret. I didn't even know until I heard that. They don't want anyone to know. But, you know, they always state that it's the science that counts. Go by the science. Now, originally, I don't know if those maybe can remember, but in the early 70s when abortion was legalized, um, people thought abortion was this, it was a matter of taking out I don't know, one's liver, one body part, or, you know, something, a part of a woman, not, not a human being. But the science has proved since then, and clearly, definitely now, there's no question that it's a human being, a little baby human being, but it's a human being. So if you're going by the science of it, John Roberts, who's Chief Justice, then you help penetrating the murder of the unborn. And Chief Justice Roberts, we all have to go by the big judge. You may be the chief judge, but there's one judge greater than you, and that is God Almighty. And I don't think he's going to think too kindly of, of when you picked choice over life of a baby, an unborn baby. You will have to pay a price, Chief Justice Roberts. And that judge is for your eternal soul. So I would advise you to stop looking and, and meditating and praying. If you pray, I don't know if you pray. I don't even know what religion or if you have a religion. But start praying when you're making decisions like that, that it could never, never be about the 
the politics, the Democrats or the, or the Republicans, I agree with you there. But it's about human life. When is it ever justified to kill another life? Unless maybe it's self-defense. That could be the only justification. You didn't have a problem with uh, killing. It's funny, I guess you, you know, uh, uh, you don't have problems with killing uh, federal uh, death penalty persons. That's, so I guess killing, you don't have a problem with killing Chief, Chief Justice Roberts. Human life is meaningless to you. So, uh, but let's pray. Let's do the prayer for Chief Justice Roberts and, and those who, who uh, feel like they, they've been abused and those who uh, feel like they, they didn't get a fair, tr uh, fair trial or fair or anything. Both sides of the argument. So here's this prayer by uh, Pope John Paul II, St. Pope John Paul II. Oh Mary, stay with us, your children. Oh Mary, you who crushed the head of the evil one, do not allow us to give in. Do not allow us that we may be defeated by evil, but rather grant that we may defeat evil with good. God eternal, Father bows down to you, who are victorious in your immaculate conception, victorious by the power of the God himself, by the power of grace. Hear the Son, who of the same substance of the Father and the Son, crucified and risen from the dead, bow down to you. Here's the power of the Most High, you, the Holy Spirit, the advocate of sanctity. The inheritance of sin is foreign to you. You are full of grace. In you, a very kingdom of God is established. In you, the new feature of humanity, of redeemed humanity, free from sin, is established. May the future penetrate the darkness which covers the earth, which overshadows human hearts and consciences. Mary, you know us. Stay with us, your children. We know that the Annunciation of the Angel is in your ears. The canticle of the praise is on your tongue. God made child is in your arms. The cross of Gagatha is in your heart. The light and the fire of the Holy Spirit is rising in your head. And beneath your feet is the evil one who has been defeated. Pray for us, the Redeemer of humanity, that they may ransom us from sin and from all endurances us slaves and may unite us, the bond of faithfulness to the church, to the pastors who guide her. Show us your motherly love to the poor, to those who suffer and those who are sick, the kingdom of your Son. We thank you with all our hearts for the gift of faith. We're glorified with you, the faith, 
of mercy. Through this, your Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Spirit, Amen. And uh, it's so true. You think it was written today. Uh, thank you, uh, St. John Paul II, for writing that beautiful prayer that we need in these times of 2020. And uh, who would think, starting off 2020, that it was what things were going on or would be going on. But God is with us all the time. And so is his mother helping us, guide us to the son, her son, and to the father through the Holy Spirit. Um, I believe, if uh, you remember correctly, I think, when we're, well, I'm gonna try, let's see how we work. Uh, this Friday is gonna be uh, first Friday. And I'm going to attempt to do the nine first Fridays. I remember when I was attempting the, the five uh, first Saturdays, it took me a while to achieve that, but I finally did. So I'm going to be starting, be going to the eight o'clock mass, uh, hopefully at St. David's, and going to the first Friday mass, because I think that's one of the requirements, have communion. And uh, hopefully I could do all nine of them, <laughs> that they don't cut back and, and, and take that away from us again. But we'll see. And one of the little prayers that, uh, that St. Sierra wrote, it's a small little prayer, and I'll end with that. What I should like to be able to do this is afflict their hearts, their words. But you, on the Lord Jesus Christ, may the most provident Lord, Heavenly Father, grant that my wish to be accomplished in their regard. Saint Sierra. And God bless you all. So I hope to be doing the podcast Friday for the first Friday. Uh, if I make it to Mass and able to have communion. So God willing, I hope that will happen. So again, uh, any comments, you're welcome to make comments, requests um, at the peoplepodcast.com. I believe someone just gave a nice little comment. And uh, I can see what it stays here. I tried to read the comments now. Let's see what we can do. And before I call it night, it's kind of late today. I apologize. Mm, Oh, I don't see it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Comments, comments, comments. Oh, here it is. Oh, okay. Uh, he uh, gets a little happy face. Put lovely prayers in a little colon in a little happy, happy face. And it was W S A P P X. So I don't know what that means, <laughs> but that's the author. And thank you for that. And uh, most of the time, people just do short comments. One was a little bit longer, but uh, of course it says there was no human verification, so I don't know who it was, but anyway, it's stated here, may God bless everyone in the world. Very good. 
each living thing has a good spirit of hope. And God will take care of everyone's hope. That's very nice. And all those came from uh, the prayer. I did prayer for the sick in the Holy Rosary and uh, the Glorious Mysteries. Now, for those, uh, usually I follow the uh, Archdiocese of Philadelphia Rosaries at 8 p.m. Um, uh, Monday through Wednesday. And tomorrow is Thursday at 8 p.m. in Spanish. So our Spanish speakers... Uh, please check out the, uh, the Rosary at 8 p.m. with uh, the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. I will include that link uh, on today's podcast so you could you could check it out uh, tomorrow at 8 p.m. God bless you all and have a good evening.